I usually go to the gym in the afternoon mm-hmm. and I'm like having a bad day at work. I go to the gym and as much as it might be a really tough workout, um, you know, or like after you finish your workout, you're just exhausted, you know, and you're like, oh, I can't go anymore, like, you know. But usually what I find is once I pick up my stuff and I start walking to my car, that's when I start feeling really good. I'm like, I'm glad I came today. Now I have my my mind is reset. Like mm-hmm. I feel so good. And I think that's like the main thing, like um, is it is more of it's not just physical. It's not just, you know, getting all those PBs. It's also for me is the mindset and it resets it and it makes it feel so much better. Welcome to Pursuing Health. I'm Dr. Julie Fouché, family physician and former CrossFit Games athlete. Here, I bring you information and inspiration to help bridge the gap between fitness and medicine and support your journey toward your healthiest self. This episode is one of a series of Pursuing Health stories, where I feature the inspiring stories of regular everyday people who've used lifestyle to overcome some incredible health challenges. And in this week's episode, I got to share a conversation with Taryn Harvey. Taryn shares how an unexpected heartbreak in her early 20s left her struggling with depression, anxiety, and the early stages of anorexia. Eventually, it was a friend who connected Taryn with a personal trainer who then eventually introduced her to CrossFit. And lifting weights meant she started eating to fuel her workouts, and soon Taryn began to feel empowered and strong. Her depression started to fade, she reconnected with friends, and she discovered the power of meditation and positive self-talk. Like so many of the individuals I featured on this podcast, Taryn credits CrossFit with saving her life, which is just amazing. She says that not only does it help her remain physically healthy, but she can count on the community and the workouts to help her mentally reset on those challenging days too. Before we dive into the conversation, I do want to make it clear that this podcast is for general information only and does not provide medical advice. I recommend that you seek assistance from your personal physician for any health conditions or concerns. And with that, let's get to the episode. Welcome to Pursuing Health. I'm really excited to be here today with Taryn Harvey, who is calling all the way from Australia. So thank you so much for taking the time and, and sharing your story with us. Hi, so good to see you. <laughs> well, I really want to dive in. Before we we started recording, we were just chatting about this physical, mental, spiritual growth um, in the process, and I'm excited to dive in. But just to give some context, could you first share just about your background growing up, um, sort of where you grew up, what your what your childhood was like, and any athletic pursuits um, as a young kid? Yeah, so um, I've always lived in Australia my whole life, um, particularly still in the area where I live as well. Um, so for me, growing up, um, I had quite yeah, I would say quite a lovely childhood. Like my family, really good, always been really supportive of the things that my sister and I have always wanted to do. Um, so in relation to sport, um, I my sister and I did dance when we were young, um, so okay. probably from like the age of about five for about eight years or so. Um, but I think I've said to my mum, I saw these kids one afternoon after school and um, they were a part of our little um little athletics group, um, which I guess starts you off there. And if you do um, become more elite, that's a pathway to go to like the Olympics, let's say, wow. um, in track and field um, particularly. 
through school, I was still able to do the track and field um, in my own school. And that's where, you know, I went on to districts and regionals and never got the way um, to nationals, of course. Um, but just being able to represent like the school and everything that, you know, I like to do, like I like the sprinting, like 100 meter sprints. And then later on, I found um, I quite liked the long distance. So um, that was also pretty cool because we were still able to do that um, in school for like, they called it cross country um, here in Australia. So that you got to do that plus um, on your sports day, it was all track and field stuff. So I liked high jump, long jump, things like that. Awesome. Awesome. So obviously had a lot of, we're very active growing up, had a lot of different opportunities to do that, which then later probably came into play when, when you started CrossFit later on. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So I know a lot of your story, you talked, you know, you talk about going through a really devastating breakup in your early twenties and finding yourself facing a lot of, um, mental health conditions, depression, anxiety, anorexia. Can you just talk about sort of what your life was like and then what, what that time period, how that changed your experience? Yeah, so um, with um, yeah, with that, um, obviously quite a dark time for a young person, and yeah. you probably um, because growing up, like there wasn't really things that were really talked about, particularly in my family, about like depression and anxiety and things like that. And it was probably just due to limited knowledge; mm-hmm. um, just didn't really know much about it. Um, it probably actually wasn't until around the time when the breakup happened, I was actually working. Um, in um, one of our police forces that we have here in Australia. And I actually worked in a psychological unit, which to me was a massive eye-opener for me. Um, and my manager at the time, um, he he was our head psychologist. And I feel like I got a lot of my mental health learning from him um, because I'd never experienced anything like that. It was almost like your body's going into shock because it's like, what's happening to me? I used to be this really happy person and you just go dark and Mm. it starts becoming really quite difficult. So um, for me back then, um, I had already started going, like from when I finished school, I went, started going to my local gym and started learning all, you know, going to all the classes there and learning all the machines and things like that, which also is probably a bit daunting for some people walking into a gym. Um, the everyday gym there and um, that was where I met my coach who is still my coach to this day seven years later um, so um, yeah so around that time when the breakup happened um, I started taking personal training sessions with my coach and my best friend and um, he had quite a bit of knowledge as well about um, about mental health and I guess around then was when my best friend did say to me um she was actually the first person to actually say something to me about how much weight I'd lost and um I will say it was a self-diagnosis um because I don't think well it's hard to say I'm not a doctor um and I didn't receive I didn't go to a doctor about the eating disorder or anything like that um but like she said to me, oh, Taryn, it looks like, you know, we're actually losing quite a bit of weight. Like, like, are you okay? And this was obviously when the breakup kind of first happened anyway. Um, but she's like, I've noticed a couple of things. Like, and she pointed out some of the, um, I guess, anxiety and depression and things like that. And mm-hmm. that actually put everything a bit more in perspective and was able to accept what was actually going on. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, so from there. I think I just want to call out a couple of things to me that really stand out. One being 
just what a gift your friend gave you by calling that out and talking to you about it, because I think that's not easy to do. And I don't know what your initial reaction was when she first talked to you about it, but, um, you know, that can be hard as a friend when you see somebody going through something and you want to help them, but not sure how yeah. they react or how they're going to respond. So how did you, what was your, your reaction when she wanted to talk to you about this stuff? Um, I believe I got really upset. Um, I do remember getting quite upset about it um, because being, I guess, coming from um, like my sporting background and always being quite a fit person, um, I, it was weird because I guess for me most of the time when people have or majority of the time I shouldn't say that majority of the time people are probably more trying to lose weight not gain weight as well so for me when that happened I guess I was like oh my gosh like what's actually going on here and yeah I do believe from memory um, it was some time ago but I was quite upset about it but it wasn't upset with her that she pointed it out, but just upset that this was actually happening to me. Cause I think some people think that probably wouldn't go through things like that in your life. Mm-hmm. So it was really difficult, um, I guess, to swallow. Um, but for me, I guess with that, um, that was when I was like, okay, well, what can we do about this? Like, you know, yeah. um, and started and very, that journey. Very interesting that you, you talk about then finding the the PT and starting to work on PT because in some ways it seems counterintuitive for somebody who's losing a lot of weight to think about adding in more exercise. It sounds a little bit counterintuitive, but it ended up being extremely helpful for you. So can you talk about that? Yeah, definitely. So, um, so my coach, um, he, he said, you know, don't stop going to the gym, but I'll show you a different way of what we can do to help you here. Um, because back then coming from like a a running background, I loved running, um, and a lot of cardio, he was like, oh, we're probably going to stop the cardio for a little while because I need you to start gaining the weight. And I was like, what do you mean? Like, what's this going to mean? And this is where weightlifting came into it. Never done weights in my life. Like never done anything like that. Um, so for me, it was, yeah, really interesting because, um, I had like, you know, my best friend with me who did my PT session with me and she's doing the classes with my coach on the side when we weren't having PTs and there was a lot of cardio and they were doing all the fun things. And here I was over in like the um, the weights room, like uh-huh. he give me the program. I go and do my program on my own while it, I wasn't with him. And um, yeah, wasn't having a great time. <laughs> for some time and then um because my diet changed as well so I was eating like six times a day um a lot of high carb um meals um and also like having a lot of um high carb protein shakes and the particular protein shake that I had um was more it was like a mass gainer so it was more for people you know that were like doing like bodybuilding and things like that and I was like (laughs) This is like crazy. So, um, yes, there was a lot of that um, happening. Um, but how did you? Uh, yeah. How did you sort of um, mentally incorporate that? Like knowing that you needed to eat more food in order to gain weight, and accepting that um, as your, you know, as your PT or your trainer is giving you, you know, wanting you to do more strength workouts, not wanting to to do the aerobic things that you enjoy most. And then asking you to eat more calories. How did you sort of adjust to that in your mental approach? Yeah, so um, so it was quite difficult initially um, because I guess when um, 
you know, when we, like I realised like I was losing the weight and stuff and I wasn't eating as much, um, I think a lot of that also was due to um, like my higher metabolism and I think the anxiety was taking over so I wasn't consuming the food or storing it. It was just going straight away. Mm -hmm. um, so when I had to start eating like these um, different meals and everything, um, it was really difficult because it was like because I'd have like a, a timer like on my phone and because it would tell me when I'd have to eat again and it's like I just ate like mm. I don't want to eat anymore you know like it was it was difficult and but I guess for me still even though I was in a dark place I still had that um I don't know ethic as well like of eating to be like no you have to do this I'm gonna push through um so you you know, went through this initial period with your trainer, um, and were able to start getting a little bit healthier. And then eventually you found CrossFit and you started going to a CrossFit gym. Can you talk about that experience? What your first time yeah. was like? Yeah. So th this was really interesting, um, because this probably also played a little bit on the mental health too, because, um, by I guess with the time periods of all of this um so from probably like identifying the eating disorder and then getting like eating more and getting like a bit healthier it was probably about six months there that I had the um, personal training sessions with my coach and my best friend and um by then um things started feeling a lot better and I was you know was feeling more joy and everything um and then um yeah my coach said to me one day at the gym um he said oh, i've taken on I'll, I'll be leaving this gym and taking on another opportunity um at another gym but he's like i would like you to join me i think you would really like this mm. because um towards the end of our training before um he left this gym um he was teaching us little crossfit movements i guess so like a front squat i've never done a front squat in my life i thought it was the most alien thing ever to have this thing up like you know in front rack um and we're doing like back squats and stuff like that i love the back squats um because i felt like as much as i didn't have much strength in upper body my legs and my glutes were quite strong so that was really enjoyable and um but when he was showing us this stuff, I didn't know anything about CrossFit at this point. I didn't even know it even existed. And this is um, this was 2014 when all this happened. Okay. Um, so then he approached us and said, yep, I'm taking on this other job. Um, he's like, I would really like you to join me. So my best friend um, had um, gone with him um, and uh, I did go to one of their open days at mm -hmm. um, our local CrossFit gym when he started working um, and my first ever workout was Fran like, with dumbbells. <laughs> so there's no barbells, dumbbells, and um, obviously I couldn't do a pull-up at the time, so um, we just did like ring rows. Mm -hmm. um, so um, I did that um, with a couple of other people there that came to the open day and um, Greg said to me afterwards, like, oh, what, do you, what did you think of that? And I was like... I hate this. What was, was this? Awful. That was terrible. I was like, like what, what are you doing to me? Why did you pull me into this? And <laughs> anyway, and he said, Taryn, there's not not all workouts are like that. There will be some that you're gonna absolutely love. Like mm. and I was like, Oh, I don't know about this. So I went away for two weeks. Most people <laughs> don't, they just stay. You know? <laughs> um, I went away, it was about two weeks. Um and I continued to go to the other gym and he'd assign another PT to mm -hmm. me. And um, and then my best friend was telling me nearly every day because she joined up. She couldn't stop talking she was, about it. 
yeah, yeah. And she kept, you know, telling me, she was like, oh, we did all this. And she's like, Taryn, we do all this running because at this point I was allowed to do cardio again. So she was Uh, like, you know, you you can do this running stuff, but then you've got to lift like this barbell like during it and then you run again and then you come back. And I'm like, what do you mean? So anyway, um, so I went back um, and it did take probably about a week or so to kind of, I guess, get into it to be like, okay, this isn't so bad. But for me, it was quite confronting initially, like walking in there as well, because, you know, there was a lot of other obviously really fit people at my gym and um, they'd been there for a long time. And mm-hmm. yeah, so it was, um, yeah, really um, interesting walking into that. Yeah. So it sounds like it was your friend being very persistent and telling you about it that eventually got you to come back. And then how did you, how did you overcome that intimidation factor when you came back? You said, obviously just being around people who are, who are very fit or seemed like they knew what they were doing in the gym. It can be hard to adjust at first. Yeah. Well, I think um, for me, um, being quite lucky with my gym, um, it's a very um, family orientated gym as well. So you'd have the mum and dads and the kids and um, like couples and just and a lot of friends that go there. So for me, I've been very fortunate because my gym, it's not like a clicky gym. It's quite um, very inclusive, very diverse, very, you know, people um, just very encouraging there, very motivating. And um, so for me with that, as much as it was a bit difficult or maybe frustrating as well, um, coming from like a sporting background where, you know, I all I wanted to do was go, like I'm like, I want to do this. I want to, you know, I, and it was I guess in myself, the only competition that I have is with me. I'm trying to beat Taryn from yesterday. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to beat anyone else in the gym. That's not that's not my thing. But it was quite difficult initially. And then, you know, also seeing um, like our CrossFit Games athletes, you know, I started like YouTubing them and following them mm-hmm. on Instagram and Facebook and stuff. And even even that was like a little bit intimidating too, not because I knew them and stuff, being like, oh my God, there's people out there that are like this. Like they're so they like do. they're so yeah. amazing. Yeah. <laughs> so um, but back then I guess it was a little bit difficult for me to approach that. But the biggest thing to overcome was um just being able to just be there, coming consistently, trying to come every day. And that made everything a bit easier for me, but also having the support from my coach and my best friend and then actually making all these other friendships with all these wonderful people there as well um because they're just so encouraging it still are to this day so that's amazing you wrote that crossfit has saved your life in many different ways can you expand on that what different ways it has helped you um and you know overcoming some of the the anxiety depression or anorexia or in any other way yeah so um like crossfit to me like is more than just turning up and hitting a pr like to me um it's more about my like mental health as well so if i'm having a like let's say i have a bad day at work or something because i usually go to the gym in the afternoon Mm -hmm. and i like having a bad day at work i go to the gym and as much as it might be a really tough workout um you know, or like after you finish your workout, you're just exhausted, you know, and you're like, I can't go anymore. Like, you know, but usually what I find is once I pick up my stuff and I start walking to my car, that's when I start feeling really good. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I'm glad I came today. Now I have my, my mind is reset. Mm -hmm. Like I feel so good. 
And I think that's like the main thing, like um, is it is more of it's not just physical, it's not just, you know, getting all those PBs. It's also for me is the mindset and it resets it and it makes it feel so much better. Um, so I guess um, that's one of my reasons is CrossFit is my it is my meditation. It is my, even though I do meditation as well, but mm-hmm. it's one of my, you know, big things like where it's people a great feel form like, of meditation. Yeah. Yeah. You know, because you can still be mindful, you know, like every lift that you take and your feet touching the floor and, you know, getting into that position of, you know, something that you're doing, like that's still being mindful. And you're also taking time out for yourself. Like to me, that's self care. Mm-hmm. So that's also like another part for me. Absolutely. And it helps me to get out of my head too. I think when you're pushing hard in a workout, you can't be thinking about 15 other different things at the same time. You're really just focused on doing one rep at a time and, and kind of getting out of of the ways that we always get stuck in our heads. Yeah, that's right. My best ideas have come or greatest epiphanies have come in the middle of, of CrossFit workouts. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So something or something just clicks, like, let's just say you weren't great at double unders and with something uh, after a while it just clicks and you get them and you're like oh my gosh like I've been working on these forever and it's finally like clicked and it's worked and you know like that's that's really that's really good but I think um yeah it's it's also probably also finding something as well to be a part of is also part of like what what I was saying um how CrossFit saved my life like it's being a part of something being a part of a community and having people around like like like-minded people around you is so motivating like yeah just yeah being around those people that are so motivating for you um like-minded people that just want to do what you want to do and just it's so uplifting to be around that type of environment so absolutely I completely agree how has CrossFit changed your own perspective about your own body or your body image yeah so um I think for me like when I put on all the weight because I think from um, memory it's probably about 14 kilos all up that I've put on since 2014 Mm -hmm. and um I think for me having even the change in my body was a little bit different so um like I've noticed like even in um, around my stomach area it's probably like it's widened a little bit and and I first started noticing it like in the physical change um I, I said that to my coach and he's like I think most of that's from overhead movements you know like it's not just this little like bottle that like sticks up you know like it's actually widened your stomach and um and like upper like abs I guess um mm-hmm. from the overhead movement of yeah that part so I think, um, yeah, being able to just um, accept, you know, that your body would change a little bit with um, movements that you do um, and doing CrossFit so consistently um, as well. And depending how far you want to take it too, like if you were someone that was super strict with their diet and what they're eating and drinking and all that kind of stuff and um, if they do extra work outside CrossFit or they do lots of competitions, things like that, like their bodies start to change. Mm-hmm. So, I think for me, like, um, I accepted all of that, like, um, to know that, yeah, my quads would be a bit bigger, my shoulders would be slightly a little bit bigger, like, I might not be able to fit into the dresses I used to, like, but it's okay, because I'm fit and healthy, and, you know, I think 
it's okay to have like those kinds of feelings and you know absolutely you're strong and your body can do so many more things now than it could before um yeah but it wasn't so strong so that's amazing yeah yeah I'd love to hear about some of the other tools that you've used just along your process of self-discovery in addition to CrossFit that have really helped you to grow and sort of become, like you said before, you were in this dark place, but you came out as finding yourself. So can you talk a little bit more about that? Yeah. So this might be um, a little bit more spiritual. Um, So for me, um, like my mom's always kind of been interested in like, um, or like seeing like a medium or a tarot reader or somebody like that. And I think that's where it, it kind of started. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I saw someone at it, well, I think I might've been about 18 at the time. And I thought, oh, that's kind of cool. But mm-hmm. finding a lot of more things that are more, um, that align with that. And you're like, oh, wow, okay. There's all these other different things. So um, like meditation for me was a big thing um, that I started doing um, just after high school, like even just um, we call it over here. It's called Headspace. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. The so, app. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So you could just listen to something for like five minutes and just lie there with your headphones in, and you know, with a deep breathing and things like that. Um, I um have also been doing um EFT tapping for the past um two and a half years, mm-hmm. um, which I find has been a massive improvement in my mindset as well um it's a lot more positive um Mm -hmm. being able to tap those positive affirmations into your body repeating it out loud Mm -hmm. you know um does really make a big difference um but also being able to say to yourself like as well like I love accept and forgive myself Mm -hmm. you know like it's it is hard sometimes because um it is hard to say those types of things to yourself if you are in those dark places. Mm -hmm. Um, But I found when um, back in 2014, like I did receive help from a psychologist and I went to counselling sessions and things like that, which really did help me. Mm -hmm. But then they gave me these other tools that were like, oh, have a go like, you know, at meditation or, you know, you can start writing down like, you know, positive things or, you know, um, desires and things like that so I do a lot of journaling now it's part of my um morning um practice that I do um so I have my journal out and I'll just um write down for the day like five things that I'm grateful for whether that might be my partner my fur babies my house my job crossfit Mm. like you know things like that and expanding out on them like you know like last week you know might have hit like a PR let's say the gym being like I worked so hard for that I'm so proud of myself like I'm really grateful that I can have those opportunities to be able to go to a gym and to be able to achieve that so I think with a lot of gratitude and journaling and tapping and all that type of thing I I think that that's also another part I think that does really help for me and even just having a routine too you know that's able to um maybe keep you a bit more on track like when during COVID when I was working from home a lot like I try to keep to a routine before I started my work day so I'd have my coffee and try to be mindful having my coffee and I might light a candle or light some incense and might pull out a card for the day a positive affirmation card and do my journaling and if I did have time to do my tapping, so those types of things really did, um, really did help, which I continue to do to this day. I love it. So many amazing tools. And I think I found a lot of, um, 
similar tools I've been using in my own life, especially in the last year, I think the journaling, the meditation, the positive affirmations. Um, and I've heard of, I've heard of tapping from a few different sources. Is there a place that you recommend if people listening want to learn more about it or how you would, how you would learn or try? Yeah, so um, there is a um, a lady that I do follow. Um, I've actually been doing some of her courses for the past couple of years. Um, her name is Gala Darling. Um, mm-hmm. She's a New Zealand lady um, that now lives in the US and she has this incredible platform um, that really is about manifestation and um, tapping and a lot of, um, yeah, like I guess like other workshops about um, manifesting like money and a good life and things like that. Um, So she, to me, is, I guess, like my mentor, even though I've never met her, but (laughs) like another mentor that I have um, because, yeah, her tools are really great and she is reasonably priced as well. So she's someone that um, I would always recommend. Um, And I find sometimes if you want to, like, listen to somebody that um, has, like, really good things to say, not just about CrossFit but mental health, like, and you'd probably know him, Ben Bergeron, like his mm-hmm. podcast is also quite great, a lot like yours. So, you know, Absolutely. it's, yeah, just, you know, just listening to people like that or you big CrossFit personally, you just want to put on like, you know, um, another CrossFit like YouTube, like I've, I like listening to you to me, like, mm-hmm. you know, people like that. So. Yeah. I love both of them. And I think we, that's one of the other great things about our community is we have so many people who have just that positive outlook. And I think the the community attracts that. And then we bring it out in each other because people are generally positive and uplifting and and looking on the bright side of things and just how that is for your environment and your own, our own um, thoughts and our own mental health. Yeah, for sure. That's great. Well, I want to start wrapping up with three questions I ask everyone on the podcast. So the first one is what are the three things that you do now on a regular basis that have the biggest positive impact on your health? Um, so I, I would say um, like CrossFit obviously being probably mm-hmm. the first one um, and being consistent with that too um, because I do find when you kind of fall off um, fall off the wagon or you know it, you've only started going like two days a week for a while um, like that does you know make it a little bit harder on you and you might put a bit of pressure on yourself to be like why aren't I going lacking motivation things like that um, but I find once you pick that up like you know it's a really good um, way to be more consistent holding yourself accountable um, probably the second thing um, is I think always connecting with other humans like always being open saying like what you mean asking for help if you need to um because I do think from my experience that was probably the biggest thing is that you're not alone Mm -hmm. um you can always ask for help like there are people there even if you don't want to see like a professional like there are other people around you that you would be able to lean on for like that type of advice um and probably the third thing um I would say just just also trying to um, to eat and drink healthy as well. Um, I think that that has definitely changed me as well um, because I think if you start in like that rut of not eating properly, um, I think that does bring you down mentally as well because then you might think, oh, I'm starting to put on weight or things like that, you know, and it does really get you down. So I think trying to maintain that um, healthy eating and drinking is a big part as well. Absolutely. I think everything that we 
consume, whether it's food, whether it's exercise, whether it's the thoughts we have, the people that we're around, it all impacts sort of our total, our total health. So I love that. Is there one thing that you're working on that you think would have a big impact on your health, but you maybe struggle to implement it? Um, I do think that possibly being like, oh, like I think being consistent with, um, with eating, I think is, is still sometimes a challenge for me. Um, so being able to still maintain eating well, but I think, yeah, like I'm, I always try to implement that. Um, but I think I still struggle with it sometimes because yeah, it's one of those things that I think is difficult. There's constant temptations, right? We're constantly surrounded by all kinds of, of foods that maybe are not as nourishing as others. And so, and there's a balance, right. Between enjoying life and enjoying those social situations, um, enjoying our food and also giving ourselves what we need. So yeah. What does a healthy life look like to you, Taryn? Um, healthy life for me, um, is I think having, um, like having a good mindset, having good people around you. Um, because I think that is the biggest thing on us is the influence sometimes of others. Like, so having those, the like-minded people around you. Um, so, and having the support behind you as well, and also supporting others when they need it. Mm -hmm. Um, but I think, yeah, it's being fit and healthy. Um, in, in whatever capacity you can, like if some people, um, you know, think that like you, you and I love CrossFit, but if some people think that that could be a little bit too much for them, even just moving, going for a walk, taking a dog for a walk, like just getting out there and just moving, um, I think is really positive because it's better than just sitting down where your muscles aren't moving and they get all like tense up and, you know, and that could create even like stress and things behind that too. So I think a healthy life is, yeah, moving and eating well and having really good um, connection with other people around you um, and with the support of them. I love it. That's beautiful. Well, this has been wonderful. Thank you so much for sharing your story and being so open about it. And I think it's this common theme that we see over and over again. I was just thinking it reminded me of you know, Catherine Davis daughter's rope climbs and how that devastating moment for her and her CrossFit career ended up being the very best thing that could have happened. And I think we see that over and over again in athletes and in sport, but it's this great metaphor for all of us in life. When we go through the really big challenges, like you said, being in this really dark place, it ended up allowing you to learn all of these things about yourself and gather all of these tools that now are allowing you to be healthier and happier than ever. And it's exciting when CrossFit is one of those tools, because I think I see it for so many people um, where it really does provide that those relationships, the support in terms of the exercise, the nutrition, the community. Um, and it's, it's really amazing to see um, it, the impact that it's had on your life and so many other people's lives. Yeah, for sure. And I think, yeah, like going like from your um, Katrin example, like I even remember just even with the games recently, like we were watching at home and and um, anyway, and we had a friend and he was like messaging my partner and saying, um, oh, Taryn's not going to like what's about to happen next. And Aww. I was like, well, what do you mean? And I was like, don't tell me the tea is going to hurt herself. Like, oh, you know, no. like getting so upset. I was like, what's going on? And then I'm a massive fan of Brooke Wells. And mm. this is when Brooke uh, had dislocated her elbow. Oh, yeah. And um, 
I really felt like I was tearing up and I said to my partner, I was like, no, she's worked so hard and she's changed her programming. She's now at Proven. Like, anyway, and I think having that, like, even just that feeling for yeah. someone else, I don't even know, Brooke. Yeah, like, I, I absolutely, you know, she inspires me and I really, you know, really look up to her. But just having that feeling of being like you care for somebody else yeah. and seeing all that they've achieved and they've got there, they're at the games and they're like, you know, they could be possibly on the podium. You're like, you know how hard these CrossFitters work, yeah. hardest people I know, you know, working. So I think, yeah, it's crazy when you have that feeling of being like, oh, no, you know, just for them. And I think that shows your love for the sport and how much you respect these people and their level and their eliteness. Like it's incredible. Absolutely. And just how much, you know, all of us can relate on some level um, because we're going to the gym and we're doing these workouts every day and we know what it's like to be fighting through a workout or achieve a new goal. And it's all, you know, we're all in some way going through the same sort of shared experience. So that's really Yeah, cool. that's right. Um, yeah. Hopefully for Brooke, it will also be one of those, events that she looks back on and says, wow, that made me stronger. It helped me learn in some way. And as yeah. hard as it is to watch her go through it, um, you know, I think we all love a good redemption story too. <laughs> oh, definitely. Yeah. She comes back next year fighting, you know, like that's, yeah, that'll be really awesome to watch. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you again so much for the time, Taryn. This was great. Thank you so much for having me, Julia. Really appreciate it. Thanks so much for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you or someone you know has a story to share on a future episode of Pursuing Health, please write me at info at pursuing-health.com. If you enjoy listening to the podcast, please also consider subscribing and giving it a five-star rating on iTunes. It really does help to get the word out to more people.